Welcome to Feminine Revival Podcast, where we empower women to embrace their God-given identity and live a life of beauty and victory. Welcome to Feminine Revival Podcast. I am your host, Heather Brinkley, here with my co-host, Autumn Brinkley. Hello. And my other co-host, Laura Alban. Hi. We are coming at you today with episode number one. And really, we are a podcast where we want to equip women to embrace their God-given identity and live a life of beauty and victory. So today we're going to just discuss uh, what we're individually bringing to this podcast, uh, what our visions are, and just kind of a kind of overview of what this podcast is all about. Um, so since I am the host, I'll start off just with my vision. Um, really, I think this podcast was birthed out of a collaboration of all of our hearts um, and just experience in life, um, having gone through just different things uh, as individuals that all seem to intersect. Um, it's something that we've been talking talking about for a long time and we just decided to go ahead and pull the trigger and figure this out as we go so we want to invite you along for that journey um, again my name is Heather and um, I am I guess just a general overview uh, I am uh, saved by the blood of Jesus Christ I grew up in a Christian home I'm the youngest of four and I have uh, two older sisters and an oldest brother uh, we grew up in a uh, very good you know, God-centered, Christ-centered family. Um, but as uh, time goes on, I think that there's a point where you have to decide what you believe for yourself. Um, and that's certainly been my journey. Um, I'll get into more of my details specifically later on as far as, you know, the nitty gritties of life. But really, I think um, an overarching uh, place or maybe a question in my life has always been like, what what is true? Um, and just kind of like a, I don't want to say an obsession, but I guess you could say that of just finding out what the truth is in situations, um, in life, and um, really discovering what the truth is in the Word of God and finding that that truth integrates beautifully into practical living. Um, and so part of my passion uh, individually is really just helping women um, and equipping them and men, honestly, I mean, it's really just the body of Christ, um, but equipping people with the truth uh, that's available to us in the word of God and helping them appropriate that truth into their everyday living. Um, I was talking to Laura, uh, I believe it was yesterday, and we we're talking about how really the Bible is such an underutilized resource for practical living. We kind of think of it as like rules of do's and don'ts, but it's so much more than that. It's truly um, the you know, God breathed alive spirit of the Lord used imperfect men uh, to write the words on the page and it's alive. And it is something that we can use as kind of like a cheat code um, or, you know, I'm not much of a gamer. Reference guide. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not a gamer, but I remember, you know, back in the day, I think. Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> there was always like those, you know, those magazines or things you could buy. They were like the cheat codes to the game, you know, and it was like so exciting. Commander King. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the alt, you know, alt four, whatever it was, it gave you some superpower. But I think that's really in a silly way, um, actually a practical illustration of what the word of God is. It's this manual. You know, people joke about like, there's no manual for life. Like, well, there actually is. It's called the Bible. Um, but just through my own exploration for 
truth and out of a, a just desperate need for answers in some of the more difficult seasons of my life, um, I've gone to the word of God and prayed through things and just seen that, that what the Lord said was true. And that's exciting to me because I feel like, okay, um, if this works for me, I know it works for other people because it's truth. And so, um, I mean, just practically speaking, I want to equip women with the truth from the word of God and help them appropriate that truth into their lives, their practical lives. Um, But in essence, I want to help women heal uh, their broken hearts and find courage to be bold in their faith, um, possess their authority in Christ, and have hope, um, hope for their future. And I think that that's kind of maybe something that we can say um, is another part of this podcast is just providing hope um, and encouragement to just do life. So I'll jump into more of that later. That's just kind of an overview, but I'm super excited about it just because I, I feel like when you find something, whether it's like a great restaurant or a good recipe or a good movie, like we all get super excited about like, Oh, you have to see this. Like you have to, you have to try this restaurant, you know? Um, you got to do this life hack. I'm always giving life hacks on like makeup and stuff. Too. No, she's not actually. She just shows up looking amazing. <laughs> she and keeps herself and, and we figure out <laughs> why do your eyelashes look like that? And she's like, oh, this thing I've been doing secretly so that I look better than you. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So well, wanted to share those life hacks. Yeah. Um, more to come. Them. I'll give you guys some of those life hacks as I discover them. Um, but basically, yeah, we'll we'll get more into that. But I'm super excited about this because it's uh, it's a long time coming. But I think when you step into something God's called you to do, there's such an energy that comes from that. So, um, without further ado, I'll pass the baton over to Autumn, my sister, um, and kind of let her uh, go into some of her sure. vision and her thoughts. Okay. Well, I. In my life, I want girls to experience life as God intended. And I think that it's universal that we all want to be important. I think it's okay to admit that. I think we want to contribute something to the world and we want to have a sense of value. And depending on your family, your life, what's available, where you find that you're getting attention, perhaps like everyone just finds a source of value and finds an answer to the question, how am I valuable? And I think that in my life, I've sought the answer to that in some ways that were empty and they didn't really fulfill. And then I've sought the answer to, am I valuable? And and how am I valuable in some ways that did work out for me? And whenever that ended up working out, it was because I was looking to the word of God to understand what is really valuable and how do I sustain that sense of having value and contributing something valuable into the world. And so I spent a lot of my time working with young girls and with some girls that are maybe around my age Mm -hmm. as well. And I, because of my own life experience where I've done some things in the wrong way and I felt how empty that was, I feel really compelled to share with other girls what I have learned in order to hopefully save them from some of the things that I was saved from. Mm -hmm. So I think I just sum that up by saying I want myself, I want to experience life as God intended. And I think that the church sometimes explains what womanhood should look like, but I feel like sometimes it's inaccurate 
and then the world will explain what womanhood looks like and I don't find that that's completely accurate either and I think sometimes those are two extremes Mm -hmm. and so truth is usually somewhere in the middle because God is a God of balance and the word says that a false balance is an abomination to the Lord so if I'm believing one extreme or the other that's misrepresenting who God is and so what I really want to do is figure out how to live by the word of God so that I'm experiencing life as God intended because he's the designer of me as a woman he's the designer of men and women and he knows how I can best live this life and anytime that I'm trying to live and meet my needs by my own knowledge or wisdom and by looking into the world, I've really just found that didn't work out for me. And when I look to God, I feel the most satisfied. And so hopefully this can be a place of just encouragement because I think women and girls are so valuable and I don't think they really know how valuable they are. And I think we're oftentimes looking for a sense of worth in places and maybe temporarily it's meeting those needs but ultimately if you think about yourself and if you feel like you're valuable how are you how are you answering that question for yourself what are you going to to give you the sense of value you are valuable but what are you using to speak into your own life and does that really make you feel as valuable as you really know you are So relationships can be something we can go to or our outward appearance or just anything. And I think if we're honest with ourselves at the end of the day, we're never really fulfilled by buying more things and um, accomplishing more things or whatever the world would have to offer or whatever we find ourselves naturally looking into. But when we go to God and we let him speak that into us, we can have peace and joy. So... Yeah, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So just kind of like, I feel like I just want girls to know how valuable they really are because I just care about that. So, and I hope to be an encouragement and I hope to take some of my own mistakes that I've made and share what I've learned from that. And I want this just to be a positive place where people can get honest feedback on, um, maybe just a realistic approach that your Christian life is not all fun and games. It's just not all positive. It's really hard, but it's possible through God and your life experience is going to be hard, but it's hopeful in God. And so, yeah, something like that. I don't know. You know, just, yeah, no, I think that's, that's beautifully said. Um, you know, and I think that a lot of things you touched on are, you know, is representative of a lot of the topics that we, are going to discuss. So it really is just like an open discussion, like you said, about um, the things that mistakes we've made, the good decisions that we've made, and then passing along that uh, unique wisdom to other people so that hopefully you can either relate, (laughs) commiserate, or um, learn from our mistakes and make better decisions. So uh, no, I think that was beautifully said. Um, So thank you for that. Thanks, Heather. And last but certainly not least, Laura, um, what would you like She's to... She's going to do hers in a British accent. <laughs> not yet. I got to ease into that kind of thing slowly. I have a miserable <laughs> Irish viewership. accent I could use, but it kind of goes Hispanic. I won't. <laughs> Always. On a, has a default Hispanic accent. I don't know. I appreciate it's, it. It's from I, all the app you've been doing learning Spanish. I am. I'm trying to learn Spanish, actually. So it just comes out, but I'm not there yet. So. Uh, 
carry on back to you laura back to um i appreciate everything you said i was thinking um i'm so glad to be doing this podcast with you some of my favorite people are sitting across from me and um, put laura on the other side of the table yeah i'm on the opposite not on the brinkley side of the table on the opposite (laughs) side of the table that's okay though um i get mistaken as a family member often um i was thinking what has been a rescue for me in life and i boiled it down to three things um relationship with god with the word and with other people and sometimes we get off um you know the path straight and narrow and we end up doing our own way and we find ourselves in relationships with people that you know God doesn't want us to be in relationship with or we find ourselves distant from the word and we're doing our own ideas and our own plan or even distant from God because of sin and I just think I hope that we can bring an opportunity for people to come in relationship with God and his word and some people try to just have a relationship with God and they don't include the word and you can't really separate that because Jesus is the word. Mm -hmm. So whenever you really think about as you're reading scripture that he is the word, it's like, wow, you're inviting him into your space to dictate to you like how to do life and it's encouraging. So that's what I would hope for. And of course, laughter, that's like one of the things I almost always pray for every time we get together, laughter and bless this food, you know, so, (laughs) but all of the things, you know, practical application to life in a way that's like, it's, you know, like we were talking about earlier, you think that you make the decision to follow God and then the roses pop up and it's a sunny day. But that doesn't usually happen. It's like a storm and then like uh, whiteout and, you know, craziness, storm on the boat, you know. (laughs) So, but it's just knowing like that God is still with you in that and you can move forward and you can have victory. So it's exciting. Mm -hmm. That was beautifully said. Um, Yeah, basically, you know, I think that we're all just kind of bringing our experiences and our passions to the table and I, I know that it'll be an encouragement to you because it's it's it is truth. So truth um, will set you free <laughs> because it is the pathway to freedom. And um, so basically, we're just inviting you along uh, to this journey, to this discussion, and um, we're gonna have fun. And it's um, yeah, it's a it's a worthy journey. We ha- often we have life conversations, and God is always in that. And we think. I wish I would have recorded that because I need to hear that again later. I need to get myself in line Absolutely. again. So we're, if anything, we're going to listen to this later and get our <laughs> own hearts checked. <laughs> we're just inviting other people. So welcome to yeah. the sisterhood. And I think the name Feminine Revival is centered around who are women in society and what can women bring to society into their families into their friendship and what did God intend for women to bring into that space and just the world society right now it just feels so negative and mm-hmm. I think that women are missing out on an opportunity to contribute something beautiful into their space and so we are thinking, you know, listen, people need truth. We need to hear truth again. So we need to hear ourselves reflecting on truths instead of just absorbing what the world and society and the news is saying I should believe about what women 
is and what women do in the world. Like, let's look to the word of God and understand who are women and how do we impact our space. And so the revival of femininity is really getting back to truth that we've strayed so far from what God intended for a woman to be. And because we've strayed, things are crumbling and they're falling apart and we need men to do their role in the world and they're so important and valuable too and then we need women to be revived and to embrace their strengths and role in the world also and like I said before that's not necessarily defined by the church or by secular society that's defined by the word of God and so we'll let that rightly define the word of truth you know like let the word speak for itself when god wrote the word and he is the one that designed men and women and society so wanting to encourage women and hopefully spark something that revives within women a desire to be virtuous and pure and embrace the strengths that god has given us in space and relationships and in the world because that is missing and we're feeling the effects of that in our workplaces and in our relationships and in church and everywhere. So just wanting to revive femininity and we have some strengths maybe in doing that, but we all have the word of God and that's the perfect strength. So just looking there and hope you can, if you're feeling a little lost or misguided or trying to accomplish the unaccomplishable which is whatever the world standard of what a woman is it's okay if that's not working for you because it is broken and it's not going to work for you but we can tell you what God says about what a woman is and how living by that it is fulfilling and satisfying and um, hopefully that will be encouraging to you so if you're living in some way and you're like you know this is not working for me maybe you don't realize that yet but hopefully through discussion you might say like there's another way to be a woman and that is more fulfilling and so I want to live in and I want to have a sense of purpose and value so maybe I need to try something different here so yeah absolutely I think it's if you look back on the past maybe 10 years of um, you know, Western society that there's been such an attack. It started really with um, men and there's been such a breakdown and a full-on attack of masculinity and, and calling it toxic and what does that look like? And and then it seems like it, it, pivot, it pivoted and it, it turned its evil gaze towards women and now we can't even define what a woman is biologically. Uh, we, you know, it's a free-for-all. It's an absolute disaster. So I think that, like you said, you know, there society gets lost when you remove a standard of truth and if truth is relative then nothing's truth and that's that's not true so i think it is kind of um in the vacuum of the nonsense that's been going on in our society i think we want to step into that vacuum and kind of turn it off and say first of all yes there is an actual definition of what a woman should be and that's going to be based out of the word of god and i think that it's redeeming Defined by her creator yes the one who created male and female and uh just speaking life back into that role and, and not even letting it just be a, a black and white discussion of chromosomes but a a beautiful discussion of what the full potential of a woman is and i think that 
you know, truth in James, I think it's chapter three, it talks about um, truth from above is first pure, then peaceable, easily entreated, full of good fruits without partiality, without hypocrisy. So I think whenever you hear something, it, it hits you when it's true, it hits you with this peaceable uh, encouragement that's that's easy to receive. It's not um, it's not partial in the sense of um, you know being out of balance. It's it's peaceable, and I I think that you know as we unpack some of these uh, truths that are contrary, honestly, to society's uh, new definitions, it should hit you with a sense of, of relief to just think, wow, you know, like that's so much more natural for me to lean into rather than trying to be you know this gender neutral uh you know <laughs> being in society that is subject to you know whatever the the new trend is or um you know whatever's recently politically incorrect or correct for that matter so anyways i'm excited because I, I definitely feel like it's we have a lot of people talking and saying a lot of things but i'm excited to stand up and say no there is a definition and there is a need and necess- necessity for revival for what the feminine life looks like and the power and the strength that comes in resting in that femininity. So I'm excited. I would say that um, that was beautiful. And I think that people just like children, they pretend like they don't want boundaries, but they actually really want boundaries. And in that same way, are we to God, we do want to know what is a woman and what is her role And when you strip away all of that and there's no boundaries and a person can be anything they want to be, whatever gender or, you know, they might think they're an animal or something. And it causes anxiety Mm -hmm. in the spirit and soul because you want to have certainty that the things that have always been are true still. Yeah. And it's just uh, refreshing that you can go to the word of God and you don't, the manual for life, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to question it. I would say also that even if you don't hold the Bible as your standard of truth, that if you think about however you're living, even if you don't believe the word of God, I think if people honestly reflect on the way they're living and then ask themselves is this really fulfilling me then maybe you would be spurred to look for something other than that lifestyle so everyone would be welcome to listen Mm -hmm. and take in whatever we're saying here it is going to be centered on the word of god but even if you don't believe the bible's true or you don't think god exists I think in general, we just want to be an encouragement. And I think that true encouragement does come from the word of God because God made people and he made us. And when we're lining up with the way that God has asked us to live life, then we do experience the most joy and fulfillment. So it, the truth is easy to be entreated if your value system is rooted in truth but if it's not then it could be offensive to you but if you're willing to just hear a heart of love for you with wherever you're at and where wherever you are in your belief system I think that hopefully you'll just stay engaged long enough to consider that another way of doing things could could be good for you because I do believe that it is 
but anyone would be welcome to listen and absolutely and take in a different perspective even if it's completely contrasting to the way that you live and believe yeah no I totally agree I'm glad you said that I mean I listen to a lot of secular podcasts a lot of um, you know people who certainly don't take a perspective of God and I think that they're um, is some truth that is being said in a lot of those things. I think that it it does originate in some way or the other from the Word of God. But I think that um, I don't know. I, I actually kind of listen, like to listen to things that maybe are uh, in opposition to what I believe because it kind of helps me um, stretch my thinking and uh, learn uh, the other side um, and kind of take it from a place of respect. Of I may completely disagree, but I'd like to see mm-hmm. what that person thinks or believes but like autumn said um i think that you know if what you're doing isn't working um try something else you know give them a try right because human needs are worth acceptance what is it you basic needs worth acceptance no No, i was gonna say that chocolate (laughs) coffee a nap Um, something something worth in value yeah (laughs) you know basically everyone has the same basic human needs um so just to say that regardless of where you're at spiritually we are all humans and if you're a woman then you understand a woman's perspective as well so just some general things to help with that and um i'll figure out what the basic needs are mm-hmm. but i think we should include food in there uh, and i'm naps. saying i don't actually take naps anymore i've like moved away from that <laughs> i've napped really hard at some points in my life but i do sometimes i admit it <laughs> yeah. so heather I doesn't take there. naps they take her <laughs> Don't give away all my secrets. Oh, gosh. So if her mic goes quiet, we're just saying. <laughs> Don't judge me. Uh, well, this kind of concludes uh, today's podcast. Uh, we had talked about doing a, a benediction at the end um, uh, today. I, will. I have one. Yeah, Autumn, I, she shared something earlier, and I said, that's, you know, that's perfect. Let's, let's end on that note. Um, so we will do just that. This was a quote from one of my favorite speakers, and I believe I got it right. He said, if we're waiting to be extraordinary, to be useful to God, we're going to be waiting for a really long time. So mm, that's, that's our apology for all of the mistakes that we've made in this intro podcast because we could have really polished ourselves and tried to perfect this delivery. But in all reality, if you're waiting to be extraordinary before you set out to do anything, you're really going to miss out. So if you're interested in some truths that have been presented here then stick around and hopefully we will like anyone get better as we go along and I think that's just part of the journey but for you you know if you're waiting to be extraordinary before you start whatever that thing is then you're going to be waiting a real long time so jump in and learn as you're going yep that's beautifully said was that um Alistair Begg I believe so the quote yeah that's good stuff That's good. So uh, come along for the journey and we are buckling up because it's full steam ahead. (laughs) See you next time. Ciao.